Welcome to From Passion to Paycheck. This is a podcast for boss babes who are ready to ditch the nine to five grind and move forward in their dream life as a business owner. I'm your host, Danielle Dreeso, business life strategist, life coach, and expert in helping you fearlessly pursue your dreams. So if you're ready to move towards a life you love and you need a little helpful nudge to get there, then you're in the right place. So I promise to bring you every single episode, either an inspirational story or a mentor or a tip or trick to help you create the business that you absolutely love. So if you are ready to change your life one episode at a time, then you are in for a treat. I can't wait to get started. So let's get rocking and rolling. And I'm so honored to be in your ear. Hey, hey guys. In the words of Cardi B, What's poppin'? (laughs) I hope you guys are having such an amazing day. I have an incredible surprise for you guys today. I have my first official guest on the show. I'm so excited. Yes, I will be releasing the podcast from the Fully Expressed series. That's still going to happen. Don't you worry your cute little buns off. But um, this is my first interview that was specifically for the podcast. And we actually interviewed just in my living room. So during it, you will hear my dog, Tucker, running around, all that jazz. But I hope you really get a lot of golden nuggets from this. And I hope you feel more connected to your purpose through this. I hope you understand deeper the behind the scenes of the business and social media and that it's okay to change your passion. It's okay to pursue something that you love. It's okay to grow from that place. It's safe. It's safe to change, shift, and become something bigger and your next version of yourself. And I'm so excited because this lovely, beautiful human being who I interviewed for this podcast, I have known since like elementary school, which is so crazy. We've been friends forever. And it's really cool because I got to see her shift of her business and starting it on her own and kind of going through that. And then I got to step into my purpose and kind of go through that. And she was such an incredible help for me as well when I first got started, because I didn't know anything about websites or social media. I like just posted pictures of my dog and I'm like, wait a second, that's like, that's not good. Like what? (laughs) Which I still post a lot of photos of my dogs, but I'm just so excited to bring you an expert that doesn't do what I do, which is really exciting. I think it's so important to learn from as many people as physically possible, because what can happen is that you hear one point of view, you hear one side, you hear one story, you hear one way of doing things. And you think that that's the only way to be successful. And it's not. And if you follow me more than just on this podcast, if you are following me on Instagram and listening to me on the Facebooks and all that stuff, and you watch my Facebook lives maybe, or you're following me in another capacity on social media, you know that I am a rule breaker and I love taking things from all different walks of life and incorporating it into my business and seeing what I like and seeing what I don't and throwing away what doesn't serve me and really pursuing what does serve me. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to this next guest and her very unique perspective perspective on social media, on influencing, 
on as an influencer on social media, which is super exciting. And she's going to talk about blogging. She's going to talk about her own big, exciting news where she is starting her own social media marketing agency. And I'm so excited for her. And she talks more about that. And I'm probably like butchering it, but she talks so much about that in the interview. So I hope that you love it. And without further ado, here's my interview with the almost famous, <laughs> she's going to kill me for saying that, <laughs> but the Rachel Anthony. I hope you guys love it. Okay. Hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited because this is like the first podcast that I'm like sitting side by side with someone. Oh yeah. This is my first podcast ever. No, it doesn't feel so weird. It is weird because I feel like we go for coffee, but like now it feels like there's like a third person that's like <laughs> staring at us. Don't listening. look directly at it. Don't look directly. It's gonna you're gonna scare it away. Okay. Um. So Rachel, hi Rachel Anthony, almost famous. <laughs> so oh funny. Okay. The worst. So precursor. This is one of my oldest friends in the world. In the world. In the whole sound, world. Like, really 70. <laughs> and the entire world. We've known each other since like grade four ish. Yeah. Great for so yeah so this is super fun first time we've collaborated oh yeah oh my Hashtag god collab. it only took like 20 years <laughs> right it's like totally cool totally cool so rachel tell everyone what do you do and who are you okay well i'm rachel obviously and uh i am an influencer in calgary and i also run a social media marketing business and I work for Date Night. I'm a writer. Freelance writer, social media marketing, business owner, and how, influencer. How exciting was that when you have to, like, actually say what you do? And you're like, hold on. Yeah. I wear I many like, hats. I don't know what I do. <laughs> I oh do lots of things. Lots of things. That's so exciting. And you're launching something super cool. And by the time this podcast out, it's going to be live. 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 Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I am launching a business officially my own business and it's a social media marketing company if you didn't catch that but that's what I do everyone should happy dance in their car yeah it's because big, it's so exciting it's a big move I never wanted to own a business and so here we are owning a business and uh, that's what happens when you hang with Danielle for too long <laughs> <laughs> can you tell me can you please tell Chris is gonna fucking kill us he will. Okay, Chris he is gonna kill us. but please tell the story about Chris Okay, so... This is her significant other. <laughs> They've been dating for, like, Seven years. years. Yeah. Um, and he also knows Danielle. And yes, her he brother. Her yeah. lovely brother, Andrew. Yeah. They're friends. Anyways, so last night, I told him that I'm starting a podcast, and he said, you've been hanging out with, too, with Danielle for too long. Are you going to break up with me because I'm not ambitious enough? <laughs> and I told him yes. that that's not a thing. So <laughs> but funny. yes... I'm hanging out with Danielle more. <laughs> it's so funny. When you get your daily dose of D, which is something that no one probably who's listening to my podcast knows about, that's a top secret project. It's very top <laughs> secret. Um, but anyways, when you get your daily dose of the D, um, side effects do include doing very impulsive things that might <laughs> change your entire trajectory of your life. Exactly. Yes. But don't worry, Chris. Beware. You are safe. Beware. <laughs> Beware. But that's so freaking funny. I love that. I When you told me that, I died. Oh, my goodness. It's still my favorite story ever. Yeah. So amazing. So you are. You're going to start your own stuff, which is so exciting. Yeah. So it is called Poolside Digital. And... We'll link everything up. We'll link. Comments. Currently, as of right now, only the name exists. But... 
when you click on those links below when this is live, it will be live and you'll get to see my website and awesome. Instagram and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then you can hire me. Yeah. <laughs> if need be. <laughs> if need be. And tell a little bit about like what you do, like what do you do behind it? We'll talk about the influencer brand, influencer brand and all that jazz. But when it comes to like your poolside digital, what is that going to be? Okay. So, um, I've stopped telling people that I just do social media. So the business is now going to be marketing since social media is a form of marketing, Mm -hmm. um, to just like broaden my range of marketing, especially because social media is so important, but it also is just like a part of your business and lots of clients that I have don't necessarily need to just rely on social media. And so offering, um, like websites and SEO and blogs and obviously social media and photography and like influencer marketing there's more to it than like just straight up like facebook statuses so the business will hopefully encompass all of that okay that's so exciting yeah so that's why it's a marketing Mm -hmm. agency rather than just a social media managing company oh my god that's so incredible so what is like dream client like goals like oh my goodness bestow this upon me and I will be happy forever <laughs> uh well ideally I never have one client yeah because I actually really hate only having one client because mm-hmm. I think it's boring um so if I was gonna have three clients yeah dream clients dream, dream clients dreamy af uh nike would be sick because that's like fitness plus lifestyle plus they're already killing it so yeah I could just own that um what else would be super cool so like the big brands, I know love, like, big brands. Big I was gonna say something like Kleenex or something like super <laughs> iconic. Like they build a brand. And I'm like, sorry, is that iconic? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do when I'm like, oh my god, I love brands like Kleenex. I love Kleenex. Yeah, god but damn. do you call them tissues or Kleenex? It's you call true. them Kleenex, Kleenex, and that's genius. Yeah. I mean, Kleenex is a bad example. <laughs> I feel like that you was know the best example. You know what I'm saying. But it's true. Like, that's they what is killing the marketing game. Yeah. Because that's just marketing. Straight up is just marketing. Just no Google one it. even knows what not a Kleenex is. <laughs> like, yeah. Kleenex is not what you're using. That's the brand. Yeah. So that's amazing. But even, like, Google, like Google it, even if you go into other search brands. Exactly. Or search engines. Search brands. Search brands. <laughs> search brands. You, like, you quote, unquote, Google it. Yeah, like you're Googling. You're not searching. Exactly. And Google. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're listening to this Google, yeah, Google. ad Kleenex, <laughs> please hire Rachel. <laughs> she would love to do your branding. That would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. If you need help with that, uh, I'm here. <laughs> Google, listen up. That's so funny. If anyone knows anyone personal at Tim Hortons, I am also looking for a sponsor. <laughs> or Starbucks. Or Starbucks. Yeah. Pretty open. Okay. Well, you Starbucks sponsor, Rachel. Okay, fine. Um, I would like Tim Hortons. <laughs> it's always in my mug. Everyone knows it. Um, anyways, moral of the story. So talk about influencer like what I wrote on my thing guys this is the most planned out any podcast has been and I have like five questions like that's the most planned out this podcast has been which tells you how much of a type a I am um what the fuck is an influencer is my first question (laughs) that was the first thing that I wrote down so talk about I actually want because I've known you for a long time Mm -hmm. um talk a little bit about like what an influencer is but also what got you into it like what were you like oh this is perfect you knew me before I was almost famous right oh my god (laughs) and now I'll know her when she is famous oh my goodness look at that oh my god that's so embarrassing (laughs) um it's okay when I'm on Ellen I'll thank you it's It's fine perfect yeah Ellen if anyone works for Ellen yeah if anyone works for Ellen 
This is also just like really like hire us, please. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> anyone who's a PR for anyone, please reach out. Okay, so an influencer is really anybody who um, uses a platform to. I don't want to say influence people. You're not supposed to use the word in the definition. But um, that shares their opinions and then you go out and buy this product or you buy the service because they're saying you should. So it's basically an influencer is advertising, but it's a real person advertising. So um, it doesn't seem as fake because it's coming from someone you trust and you know. And so it like puts a, um, like a real face to advertising and now that people know what influencer marketing is a little more obvious but before when it it was you didn't know that you were being advertised through people who are using all these products but now it's an influencer marketing is a real thing Mm, so is influencer marketing like the same as brand ambassador or those two different things no that's basically the same thing um because being a brand ambassador you're still promoting a brand and so you're influencing people to purchase whatever brand you're being the ambassador for. Cool. And so how did you get into that? Um, I didn't mean to. I actually... <laughs> I didn't even call myself an influencer for so long because it's, like, just embarrassing. Like, I influence people. I influence to buy peanuts <laughs> and things. Oh, my God. Worst example. <laughs> um, well, I started with blogging is really how I got... That's, like, my first point of <laughs> heading into the internet world. Um, it's just blogging, and it was just to write. And it had nothing to do with, like, my mom read it. Like, <laughs> literally nobody was reading it. I was influencing nobody. Um, and I then, read it sometimes. I don't read a lot. But that that's before I read books, everyone. <laughs> I would sometimes read Rachel's blog, and that would be my daily dose of reading. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah, that. thank you for that. Got me into literature. <laughs> Yeah, it's not literature. <laughs> it's like reading a magazine and saying you read books. I read books, guys. <laughs> guys, I'm a very avid reader uh, of blogs and some books. <laughs> and so the blog was before... No, it wasn't actually before. It was kind of around the time where Instagram became a thing. Um, not in the same capacity that it is now, but when social media was becoming a thing. Um, hence, Almost Famous is when mm-hmm. Twitter gave birth to itself and uh, I picked Almost Famous as my Twitter handle and here we are being an influencer as Almost Famous. Yeah, now that's your name and for a while you tried to like move towards a different like name. I did. But Almost Famous just stuck. It stuck and so my blog is not called Almost Famous currently. We're rebranding but um, my blog is called Frankly Ray and it wasn't Almost Famous because like I just said Almost Famous was an accident. And I wanted a blog name that was, like, a real blog. Like, oh, this is so cool. Like, you have a blog. And so, frankly, Ray was, like, I sat down and, like, thought about it. Um, And so that's where I just long-form wrote articles as opposed to social media. And so I became an influencer by accident, not realizing what I was doing. Um, When my blog, I started interviewing local brands because I ran out of things to talk about and, like, literally nobody cares what I had to say. So I, like, asked for other people's stories and, like, why did you start this company? And, like, tell me about your T-shirts or your jewelry or your whatever restaurant, fitness studio that you're doing. So that's how that happened. And then um, I would use social media to promote the blogs because that's what social media is for, is to build traffic to your blog. And so then I was posting about these local brands and then they would post these photos and then all of a sudden 
you get a following on Instagram based on just like what local brands you're picking out of all the local brands. Cause that was again, when like Margaret collective was starting and, um, supporting local wasn't yet a hashtag <laughs> that everyone was using. Mm-hmm. And so it just gave these people a platform. And then through that, it built my platform and people are like, Oh, like what other brands do you like? How do you know these people? Who else do you know? Like, I want to know you blah, blah, blah. And then that's how it happened. How did you just start pitching people to like ask to interview them? Were you just like, Hey you, can I interview? <laughs> like, how did you, and if people are looking to start that, like, um, yeah, literally I would send an email that was like, hi, you have a cool t-shirt. Can I interview you for my blog? And then maybe you can send me a t-shirt <laughs> and I'll take photos of it. Oh my God. That was literally how it started. Ask local laundry. They know. Ask whiskey weekend. They know. They know. <laughs> they were the OGs. They were the OGs. They got the email. Yeah. And think, okay, so when did you start? Cause what's your following at right now? Um, a lot of people. It's only... I think it's like we're not quite at eight thousand. Eight thousand's the month end goal. Mm-hmm. So, and when you started, yeah, like it was pretty much only people from high school following you. Yeah, <laughs> right. If that, which is so funny. I just, I just think back. Like, imagine if Dannylicious was my brand. <laughs> that was my Instagram handle. That was my Snapchat for so long. Don't try to Google it. Um, see, I even used to Google it. Don't search it up, y'all. But Dannylicious, like, imagine if that was what, actually, that's a really sick name to, y'all never start calling me Dannylicious. But, like, I can't even imagine that. So the first, when you first started, it was, like, high school people, your mom, people who know you, and now it's grown to that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And, like, I don't even have 10,000 followers, and I think people get confused about, like, well, I can't be an influencer because I only have, like, 1,000 followers. And it's like, well... Like, technically, you're an influencer, you have more than, like, 20 followers. Like, as long as you're promoting something and people are listening to what you're saying, you're influencing them. Mm -hmm. And so, not having 10,000 followers is still, like, a strong community, especially when you're focused on, like, local brands. Like, I've tried to grow my following in Calgary, and so it is an influence in Calgary because people, some people, (laughs) some people know who I am in Calgary. (laughs) Um, So, if people want to start... You literally just have to start. Like, pick your mm-hmm. pick your niche. Like, mine started with fashion, even though I'm not fashionable. That's what we've evolved <laughs> and realized. But I, fashion was easy. Like, fashion blogging was what people were doing. You just take photos of clothes. And I was like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I picked the local people was um, clothing or jewelry. And I was like, well, I can take photos of that because you just wear it. So that's just what you have to do is pick your niche. Like if you're into fitness or fashion or like food, like you do like blog or restaurant reviews or recipes or whatever. I started my blog and literally was like Martha Stewart. And it was like, I can do crafts and I can cook and I can do reviews and I can do fashion. Like, no, you can't do all of it, but you can try. It's a good place to start is to mm-hmm. figure out what your niche is. Cause now I've narrowed it down to like fashion wellness. Athleisure is really the topic that I do. Yeah. And you've like grown from like doing just fashion and doing now it's fashion fitness like yeah wellness and you add it onto it and then it's it's a natural extension of who you are yeah because if you're going to be an influencer you can i mean instagram is pretty fake but you have to still like what you do and you have to actually do it or else people can see through it because it's a very saturated market now and so if you're lying about what you like or you're trying to sell things that you don't actually believe and then people people can see that they get bombarded with advertisements all day and so you have to 
stand out from that. And so mine grew into more fitness, wellness, like wearing Under Armour as opposed to like some fancy pair of jeans that I literally hate Mm -hmm. because that's what I do like outside of my influencing life. Like in real life, I actually wear leggings all the time and I work out all the time. And Yeah, we're literally so sweaty. Well, I'm still sweating (laughs) because I don't work out quite as often as Rachel. (laughs) So I'm still very sweaty. But yeah, we just got back from boxing. We're both sitting in like leggings. Exactly. On so the you just floor, have to like take children. your passion and then use that to grow your influence. To make it your paycheck. Just <laughs> kidding. That was so cheesy. Yeah. But I had to put the, like, the minute you said it, I was like, we got to tie this back into the podcast, babe. Like, we just got to, we need to use that, right? Um, yeah. So talk a little bit about what, because we talked a lot about, like, personal branding and being the person offline that you are online. What are your opinions on that? Let's talk about that. Yeah, it's uh, there's a fine line because obviously people don't really want to know what your life is like <laughs> on Instagram. Like, no one really cares um, that, like, your dog shit on the floor or something. Like, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> that's your brand, if that's your brand, then, like, by all means. Like, if you're a mom or, like, your kids, that's so whatever. Funny. Like, that's not. Yeah, funny. so we talked about this, how it's, yeah. like, very different. So, like, that's so funny because for me, it's, like, I share a lot of personal details. I share a lot about my life because that's literally an extension of who I am in in person. Like if you hang out with me for more than like 20 minutes, you'll know a lot of personal information about me um, because it's just an extension of who I am. That's like extension of what I do. What I do is very personal. It's on a very intimate level. People have to trust me. People have to know my story. People have to know I'm not just like fucking with them. Right? Like people have to know personal details because my, my work is goes so much deeper than just, purchasing certain brands, purchasing certain things. It's like a lifestyle change. It's like something that's so deeply integrated into their belief system that they have to know very strongly what my belief system is to like, like align with that where you're, what you do is really different. Right. So it's like influencing for brands outside of yourself. Like you still, you, like you still can't like, I guess, stick around and be like, Oh, I totally like, I'm allergic to um, cilantro, which is a true thing. So you learn a lot of information about me. (laughs) No one tried to kill me with cilantro or tacos. But, like, for example, for me, I would, like, go to a Mexican restaurant and, like, take pictures with cilantro, like, like, covered tacos and be like, this is my favorite place to eat. I love it. Um, So talk a little bit about how you influence people with, like, the clothes that you wear, the things that you do, the things that you post about, and how you keep it true to, like, who you are. Um, yeah, so that's been, like, an evolution of my influencers since, like, like I mentioned, like, I started with fashion, and then it turns out, like, those weren't my clothes, and some people were surprised that I didn't own everything that I posted about, and I mm-hmm. actually would, like, buy it from stores and then take photos and then return it to, like, pretend that these are my super cool clothes, um, which was fine at the time, because you have to somehow grow your following and reach, like, more people, um, but eventually you have to really dig deep into like what is important to you and like that you want to share with your followers and like start being a little bit more real um especially now that like I said influencer marketing is so saturated that you have to be different than everybody else and wearing the same clothes that are trendy at Nordstrom is not the way to do it which is what I found out um and so and so you have to um do what you're passionate about and so when I realized this that I wasn't really showcasing exactly who I was I started thinking like what do I do in my life like what do people want to see and so that was fitness and I don't have a fitness blog because I don't I'm not a fitness model I don't like 
follow my macros all the time. Like I eat real food, obviously like donuts is huge in my brand. And so (laughs) you can't have a real fitness blog. And I just didn't feel credit credible for that, but I still work out once or twice a day. And I like the community that's created, um, in Calgary or anywhere really with like the sweat community. And so I wanted to incorporate that in my brand. And that's how I've met so many people is, um, by working out. And so that is how I decided to incorporate that in my brand. And it's like, well, if you follow me, like, I hope that I encourage you maybe not to get up at 6am to go to spin, but like, (laughs) but like you should sweat once a day because it's fun. And like, look at all these like new studios in Calgary and like, you should try like this new one, or you should try spin or you should try bar or boxing. And there's like so many to reach. And like that kind of like pinpoints what I even started the blog for was to reach out to like local brands and like get everyone involved and like meet all these people. So now I've just taken it from like the fashion side, which was true, like which was authentic at the time with all these local brands. Like I still love all the brands that I worked with. Um, but now it's just evolved into, um, making that a lifestyle and like being fit. And so I want to share that with my followers and hope that they will come with me. And so I love being, people reach out to me at fitness studios being like, Oh, Hey, like I follow you. Like now here I am at like YYC cycle. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Like let's spin together. Like that's how you meet people. And now it's more than just fitness, which is what now my brand is about is more than just fitness. It's like, what are you wearing to fitness? Like what makes you feel comfortable? And like just being true to who you are. And I'm hoping by being true to who I am is like, influencing people because I'm an influencer (laughs) to then um be true to who they are and like understand that Instagram isn't necessarily real but that you can use it as a platform to like build a community and reach people and like have a healthier life Mm -hmm. that's a huge thing too that I think is really cool because like you've built such a strong community in Calgary like we go to things and everyone knows Rachel (laughs) and I'm like oh hey what's up guys I know no one (laughs) and it's so funny but it's true that you created such a strong community like within just sharing local stuff and like getting into the local stuff and that I think that's what we all want in social media like the reason why we do it is because we want community we need connection and like I think a lot of people get really lost in the numbers and the following and the how cool am I? And like all the stuff that they forget, like the whole reason. And then they're, then they get to like a gajillion followers and they're like, but I'm so unhappy with my life. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, cause you, you're not doing, you're just doing it for a sense of fame or whatever, but no one's really like connected to you or feeling like called that. So I think it's cool because you, yeah, you see these people all the time, you talk to them and then they follow you and then they're more likely to purchase things cause they trust you. It's like a whole nether level of the no like and trust factor. Totally. And then that's like a responsibility that you have to understand as an influencer is that like people actually buy what you're saying, which is crazy. Like I've promoted some things um, and then people are like, oh yeah, like what size of leggings did you buy? And I'm like, wait, what? I was like, you're actually buying this? Like, <laughs> like it's weird. It's a weird, like full circle that you come when you actually like see someone wearing something that you wore that you thought was cool. And now they think it's cool. And it's just like, they probably would never have bought it otherwise. And it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's great, great and awesome. And obviously I love it, but like, it's still super weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait a second. You care about my personal yeah, opinion. Exactly. That's so crazy. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so exciting. Okay, so I have a super funny question for you. Okay, I'm, I'm nervous. What do people think you do? Because we're talking about the free stuff thing, yeah. which is hilarious. So, like, what do people... So, if somebody comes up to you. Yeah. We're going to do what they think of you. Yeah. Or, like, think you do yeah. versus what you actually do. Okay. So, what do people think that you do and come up to you? And, you, once again, you can hear Tucker in the background, which is fine. Um, <laughs> one day, I will have a studio in my house. 
Uh, I'm proclaiming that right now. But for now, you'll have to hear him be very disruptive. But (laughs) anyways, and that's real life, y'all. Welcome to the Daddy Show. Um, But yeah, so what do people think that you do versus what you actually do? Uh, People 100% think I'm a full-time blogger and this is my job, which I continually get asked. And I'm just like, what? I was like, I haven't even wrote a blog post for like three weeks. (laughs) I'd be the worst blogger full-time ever. Um, So yeah, people literally think I'm a blogger, which is great. Um, It also doesn't help that like I don't post my actual work on social media Mm -hmm. stories, that I just post like going to noon boxing classes (laughs) every day. And like, yeah, so I don't necessarily show exactly what I do every day, which gives people the impression that... I don't have a job yeah. and that this is my job and it's just really great and fluffy and we just get free shit all the time is what people think I do. Yeah. So then what I actually do, um, besides that I actually have a job, um, is run, like I have multiple clients, so I run their social media. Um, I'm a freelance writer, so I write. And then um, my influencer blogging side of my life um, is actually probably like, eight percent of my whole life Mm -hmm. would be the influencer blogging stuff and like it I do make money off of it but not enough to quit the rest of my job and I also love uh social media and managing other people's accounts and branding and like getting into that marketing side and so I don't even want to be a blogger full-time like Mm -hmm. that's not the end goal um and so I think it's funny when people think that I'm just like running around doing nothing yeah. Just, like, wearing all these, like, free clothes and, like, eating free food. And it's like, well, no, like, it wasn't free. Um, my biggest saying mm-hmm. that I have is that there's no such thing as a free lunch. And it was in university that some guy came into one of my classes and gave a whole talk on it. And at the time, I, like, didn't really understand it because, like, you're in university and, like, you have no money. And so, obviously, there is no free lunch because nobody is buying you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not a thing in university. It's just not a thing, guys. But now that I, like, get free things and, like, people keep asking me, like, how do you get free shit? Like, I want free shit. And it's like, well, it's not free because there's work that goes into it. Like, if you send me a t-shirt, like, well, you want me to post about it, obviously. So I have to, like, take photos and I have to style it and I have to, like, do my makeup and hair, which is something that I don't want to do. And, like, (laughs) then I have to write about it and then I have to post about it and then I have to, like, encourage other people to like my photos. So it, like... And I'm not, yeah, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Like, it's really awesome. But, like, people have to, like, see the value in that. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's yeah. not free. Um, so, it's quite interesting when people, like, that's the first question people ask me. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I become a blogger? I want free shit. Is literally the sentence that I get probably, like twice a day yeah and you've been building this for like a long time and that's why I think something too that um I would love for you to kind of like dive deep into because people are all about like the insta success like why do not why I do why don't I is <laughs> what I'm trying to say why don't I have a gajillion followers overnight like why is why am I not like famous right now or like why is like all these things so can you talk about a little like a little bit about how long you've been building this and what the journey's been like for people who are starting they're like what's the app like I don't have all these results that I like desire right this second why not totally um you're gonna want to kill yourself and probably quit Instagram is really the realistic side of it because <laughs> uh, it's not easy and I started like I started my blog in 2015 I think I started started blogging in 2014, but my actual like frankly Ray blog was born in 2015, um, 
And I've worked on it for the past few years and like it's evolved and rebranded and I spend so much time like on my website and redesigning that. Um, and so that took time and even to just get people to care what you're saying takes time. And, (laughs) and, um, I had to evolve that with my audience and like, what do you want to read? And like getting people to stay interested and make it different than what other people are saying. Um, so that's part of it. And then for followers, like on Instagram, obviously is a daily struggle Um, and now it's even harder, like, because it's oversaturated and there's an algorithm now. Um, so not saying that it was easier before to grow a following, uh, but before when there was that, like, daily or that, like, feature page, like, the real, like, OG feature page on Instagram, Mm -hmm. where if you got on it, you automatically got, like, thousands and thousands of followers. Um, so that doesn't, it didn't exist when I was building my following and, like, it doesn't exist now with the algorithm. Um, so it is frustrating and I think people do need to get over the fact that, like, it's not going to be instant. And like, yeah, you could buy your followers, I guess, if you wanted to, um, because it's like super cheap. It's like $1 yeah. for like 10,000 followers. But so then like, they're not going to actually purchase anything. That you no. Have and so and it's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. authentic. And like, there's people that have bought their followers and like, it used to be fine. Like if you bought followers and brands weren't aware that like this was happening, but like brands know now. And like, you can see who's engaging and like, who's real and who's not real. Like it, there's no point in buying them. And so, to grow it is really just like you just have to focus on what you're trying to say and like what you're doing and then just hope that um people like what you're doing and like just engage with those people that like what you're doing and then eventually it like it'll keep growing and like I've wanted to get to 10,000 followers for literally like I think it was my goal like two years ago to get to mm-hmm. 10,000 followers and I feel like I'm just like walking through mud and it's just like the slowest most painful walk ever mm-hmm. but like you can't you can't run because then that's when you buy your followers or that's when you like do things that aren't authentic to your brand and then you lose your brand mm-hmm. and then you fall face flat in the mud and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. And then you're done. And that's the thing is like you're building, I would say you build a legacy. Like it's not, that's it's so not, intense. I know, right? <laughs> very intense. I'm a very intense person, but like, that's the thing is like, you're literally building a legacy. Like if you want to build a legacy, you're not going to be like, like it's not gonna be an instant thing because like not everyone's gonna know about you in an instant people are gonna like the the following that you've built it's like people are actually engaging people will actually go to their friends and say hey i'm following this person or hey hey that's this girl that i'm following on instagram or hey like there's like they'll actually grow more organically and last way longer like you're building a legacy you're setting your foundation for like the rest of your life i know it's very intense (laughs) (laughs) did i scare you (laughs) rachel don't fuck this up because you're literally building your entire life life right now based on your instagram (laughs) guys if you haven't realized like your whole life is your instagram so if you aren't actually putting 110 presented you're fucking up your whole life obviously that's a joke shit i'm a very serious person but that was a joke (laughs) Um, but yeah okay oh i asked this and let me know if you're cool with uh, answering this because you're going to answer it anyways. So um, what pisses you off about the industry? Like, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, two I know it's even on the document. (laughs) Are you like, what? Like, is this the answer? I wrote that down. I don't even know. (laughs) Um, I actually have two two things. Um, We'll start with, like, the influencer side, um, which I actually kind of touched upon if you didn't hear my 
No, keep going. Anger. Sorry, she can see the excitement in my face because I have another question, but go ahead. Keep going. Uh, Is that people that are in the industry for free shit. It really, really fires me up because it's not that's not what it is and if you're in it because you want free shit you're not gonna last like yeah maybe you'll get a couple free t-shirts and then you'll realize that it's more work than it was really worth for these t-shirts and then you will move on with your life and the rest of us can not have to worry about you anymore clogging up our space (laughs) um so that's my biggest influencer pet peeve and then in the social media side um, I really don't like when people call themselves experts. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> Did you see it on my face? I, I was like, saw it. Ooh, talk about this. And we talked about it. I, I asked Rachel if she wanted me to call her a social media expert, and I got a very firm no. And she's like, explain why right now. Go ahead, Rachel. <laughs> Back uh, to you. No one is a social media expert. I don't care who you are. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg but probably not because maybe but he because he could never buy snapchat they didn't want to sell it to him so like you're not an expert because you don't own snapchat mark zuckerberg yeah uh but you can't be an expert because first of all this stupid algorithm that keeps changing every day nobody knows i was at a social media conference in la with like the biggest influencers kim kardashian was there Lauren right Kyle i was, was like there. drop that name she was there oh girl the most bougie conference no I've deal. literally ever been to. No big deal, but she's seen Kim Kardashian in real life, so yeah, okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Everyone that's how I'm impressed. growing my following. Right? <laughs> like, y'all, I saw Kim Kardashian. I was impressed. I followed, I just started following Rachel because she told me that, you know, I'm just gonna kick off. Uh, and people didn't know. No one knew how to run this algorithm, and like, so if you think you know how to run the algorithm, you're lying to us, and you're lying to yourself. Unless you are the person if you were the person and you're listening to this right now who's creating this algorithm, nobody else knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just learning. It's and just learning like and sharing. evolving and, like, trial and error with social media. And that's what we're all doing, like, even social media managers. And, like, we're running our clients. Disclosure for my clients. Like, sorry, but nobody really knows what they're doing with social media. Because um, things keep changing. They keep updating it because they, Mark Zuckerberg and whoever's doing the Instagram shit, I guess he owns that too but like they're morphing it into what they think we want to see so there's no way for us to know what we want to see without them telling us and so you just don't know you're not an expert it changes every day it's different depending on the industry you're in like what you're trying to do like what are your photos like i like it's no one knows you're not an expert that's my rant on that that's your (laughs) i could probably go longer but that's really it's so true though it's like i feel like I don't know. Everyone's figuring their own shit out. I always say that no one has their shit together, and it's, like, really funny. Like, I've even been <laughs> to um, retreats with, like, like super high-level people, which is why I'm doing this top-secret project, because I think it's <laughs> hilarious, because we put these people up on pedestals, and we're like, they're experts. They know everything. And then you meet them in real life, and, like, anyone who's met me in real life knows that I'm a hot mess. Um, like, I'll spill ketchup on my shirt, all that stuff. But then you have the person that you, like, put on a fucking pedestal up, and you're like, wait a second, they're also a human being? Whoa, we have no <laughs> idea what's going on with life or social media or anything like that. So we're all just figuring it out. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's so, why, like, Facebook yeah. groups exist, so you can, like, not know what you're doing together, and you can figure it out together. Exactly. Yeah. And, then and if you want to join a Facebook group... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do have one, but I won't use that as a... Sorry to plug that. Um, <laughs> so good i think i'm 
so funny. I should really do stand-up. You really um, should. Right? <laughs> you can write the show if you want to request me in your country or city <laughs> for stand-up comedy. Um, that's Okay, so that's all the questions I have today on this episode. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. So where can everyone find you? I'll, I'll link it all in the show notes, but if someone's, like, really eager right this um, moment. Well, if we all want to just collab and get me to 10,000 followers, you should all find me at <laughs> Almost Famous on Instagram. Yeah, it's the poor Rachel. Yeah, there's two Fs in that. If you just search Almost Famous with one F, uh, it's quite disappointing, and I'm trying to get that person banned from Instagram, but it's really hard. <laughs> so you have to put two Fs in Almost Famous. <laughs> almost famous Almost famous Yeah, for those who like to laugh at it. Um, that's my Instagram. And then my blog is franklyray.com. Mm-hmm. And then... By this time this episode's out, <laughs> my business will uh, hopefully have an Instagram that's cool enough to follow. And you can search that at Poolside Digital on Instagram and poolsidedigital.ca on oh, the internet. So exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming and being on this show and dealing with my dog. Who's now yeah. asleep? <laughs> Can we just talk about that? But anyways, super, super fun. So everyone go follow Rachel. And yeah, that's all. Thank you. No worries. Okay. Did you love, love, love this podcast episode? If you did, I want you to go ahead, head over to iTunes, scroll down on your phone, depending on what you are listening to this on, and leave me a review. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let me know what you loved about this episode, and I would be forever in your debt. That is how we are going to get some epic, epic people on this show, and that is how I can help serve you in your journey of creating sustainable wealth by pursuing your passion because you don't have to choose. You can't just have just your passion project and just be able to pay your bills. That is not how it works around here. That is a lie that you have been told. And the truth of the matter is you can create ultimate abundance by living in your purpose every single day. And I want to show you how. I want to feature people who have done it before. I want to feature people who have the knowledge that can help you create massive, massive wealth in your life and massive impact while you're at it, right? And if you're struggling to find people who get you, people who understand your dreams, people who understand what you truly desire in life, who aren't going to beat down your dreams or your purpose or anything. You want cheerleaders who are going to cheer you on no matter what. And you're struggling to find that because you feel like no one gets you. You feel like you go to your mom and you're like, I'm so scared about this. And she doesn't even understand because she doesn't even know what Facebook is, right? <laughs> like, are we, have we been there? Raise your hand. Go ahead and raise your hand in the car because that's definitely my life. So if you are looking for that tribe of female entrepreneurs that you can tap into and you're ready to be vulnerable, open, and really unleash your voice and ignite your influence in your industry and become a leader and lead with love and start a revolution of connection and joy and truly make a massive impact and change lives while making a sustainable income to live your dreams. If that is like a hell yes for you, you're going to want to go to daniellederuso.com slash events. The Unleash Your Voice Retreat is so close to my heart and I can't wait to hang out with you in person there. It's only in a couple weeks. It's coming up super quick, but we do have a few spots available still. So if that's a hell yes for you, go ahead, go sign up. I've added a payment plan. I want to make sure that you get there and you get what you need because it is not worth it to run this fight by yourself. 
you are not alone. It might feel like you're alone. It might feel like no one understands kind of what you're going through and what you're dealing with right now because you will have these big giant dreams and they expand past the four walls of the house that you were raised in. Or maybe maybe it's beyond the understanding of the people who you love and that's okay. That is okay. That's why you have people like this to plug into. You have a tribe of supporters who will support you no matter what. And so if that is on your heart, go ahead to daniellederizzo.com slash events. I'll put it in the show notes as well as all of Rachel's amazing, amazing links. I'll link it all up in the show notes. And don't forget that you have the power to change your life. You are so capable. If there's something that you want, instead of saying, I can't afford it, I can't make that happen, it's too soon, it's too whatever, I don't know how I'm gonna do that, I'm so scared, I'm so worried, stop and remind yourself that you are so fucking capable. You are so capable. And if you want it bad enough, it is your responsibility to go make it happen. So today, go make that happen. I love you so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world. Bye, guys.